Hey guys, welcome to Bagging Boardcast, episode number 363. I'm Chris. I'm John. And I'm Paul. We're a weekly podcast that comes to you in three ways. The first being The Week in Geek, bringing you the top geek stories of the past week. Next is The List, the comic books that we are looking forward to, coming out February 14th, 2018. And we follow it up with our weekly rotating main topic. And this week it's time for our annual Super Bowl. Hey, Super Bowl. <laughs> Super Bowl. This is where it's we put DC Super and Marvel up against each other in four quarters of gridiron glory. Where we talk about the creators, the media that they put out, so your TV shows and your movies. The publishing, so the comics themselves. And then licensing, like all the bits and bobs that you get. And of course we got to have a spectacular halftime show, right? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. What's more spectacular... For the Super Bowl, than the super, commercials. Super Bowl. Super Bowl, super oh. Bowl Paul. No, no, so you no. always get that wrong. I don't know. <laughs> a, a Super Bowl would just be like a big bowl you can eat cereal out of. That doesn't make sense. Well, this bowl is filled with tra- movie trailers. Yeah, so there's a the lot super of trailers bowl. that showed up. Uh, so we won't be talking about those in the Week in Geek. So if you want to hear our thoughts on that, you have to listen skip, to the whole show. You still have to listen to the rest of the episode. But, you know, it'll be, it'll be between comic book talk. Listeners, you got to get through it. Much like uh, we have to get through life, and since life is hard, we choose to drink to make it a little bit easier, or a little bit more pleasant. Right, right, Chris? And what yeah. are you drinking? Uh, I'm drinking something that I thought you guys were going to drink today, but you're not, and it's fine, because I don't care. <laughs> uh, this is actually something that we picked up two weeks ago now, during Beercation 2018, when we went to Brew Hub. And this is part of their craft collections, and this is their Umatia Coffee Barley Wine. This is something that was $5 for the bottle. John, you got this for me, so thank you. You're welcome. You bought you bought a round at the uh, at the bar, so it was fair enough that I bought you a $5 bottle of bur- bar- barley wine. And I thank you for that, because I have something to admit. I'm not proud of this, but I actually drank my bottle of this like a week ago one day after work. <laughs> but I was able to get another bottle of it because they still have it there and it's still only $5. You went back to Brew Hub? I did not. Lexi actually went for me because oh. I, like, I was just helping around oh, yeah. for moving stuff. So as a thank you, uh, we were going to go there so I could get another bottle of it, but they were actually closed on Mondays. So we didn't have a chance. So she went yesterday to pick it up for me. They still have it? Yeah, I I really enjoy this. It's It's a coffee barley wine. It's got... Both of those notes that I'd be looking for if it was like a like a coffee stout or just a barley wine. I'm going to take another sip. And this was a vintage 2015, right? Wow. That is uh, vintage. If I remember correctly. I don't recall. Let me look at the bottle. Oh, the bottle's really, really dark. I don't have a lot of lights on here. I can't see. 2015. That's when we were a uh, Batman podcast. <laughs> we were a Batman <laughs> podcast. But I, I really dig this. I think it's definitely worth the $5. I think if this was... No, $10 for the bomber. It'd still be a great get. Because when she actually went there to get this, she asked the person that was at the bar if they had this. And he asked her, well, are you looking for the one that was aged in bourbon barrels? Because that one we haven't had in a while. And then she was like, no, I, I, I think it's just this one then. And she couldn't believe that it was only $5 for the <laughs> bottle. So when she brought she was like, I hope this was the right one because it doesn't seem right. Because usually when I get you a bottle of something that's about 20 it's like, no, no, that was that was the one. <laughs> Five bucks. Uh, so, John, I say thank you. Lexi, I say thank you as well. Uh, and Brewhub, I say thank you as well. Because, hey, I really enjoy this. And what better when you make a New Year resolution is to do it right away. Yep. And that's what Paul and I are doing. Paul went 
and stood out in the cold for a local brewery release. Yeah, uh, they were releasing two different beers that day. Uh, one that I would have waited for alone, which is the Red Army. Thank you, John, for the heads up on this, by the way. You're welcome. And also, John mentioned that they were re-releasing their Premonition Indian Pale Ale, and that's actually what we're drinking. Uh, this is their New England-style IPA. Uh, this is their second release of this. And John was saying, oh, you know, feels a little rushed. And I, I'm like, it's a good New England style IPA. It's lighter. It's a 6.7 alcohol uh, percent alcohol by volume. And I will never, ever tell you the IBUs because IBUs are bullshit. 55. Uh, you 55 it, IBUs. And your uh, the hops are Galaxy, uh, Zeka, Mosaic, and Denali. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like Galaxy and Mosaic, and Azteca I can take or leave. I don't think I've ever really realized that I had a Denali hop. I might be in denial that uh, I've ever had one. Uh, no, this is very good. It is super easy drinking, mm-hmm. which is one of the things you want in a New England IPA. The flavor's there. It is a nice, enjoyable. I feel like it's a little less juicy. Yeah, it's not as um, much of a fruit bomb. But it is... It's got that tropicalness to it. It's good. It's, it's still a very good beer i'm glad um mm-hmm. i have another one in the fridge that i can drink whenever and i have four more uh four packs <laughs> i got through i drank through one i gave one to friend of the show ed super friend of the show ed because he's given yes. us beer and he's been on the show so that's two of the six this is a, a four pack i was going to leave here oh, for the show can- and so i'll have three more six uh, four packs we can save it for game night. Yeah, we can save it for game night. That's a good game night beer. It's lower alcohol. It's easy drinking. So it's a good weekend or weekday beer. I would agree. Yeah, yeah. good weekday beer. And it's a weekday, guys. It's a Thursday at 8.30. I'm going to turn into a pumpkin. So let's move on to the news. <laughs> yeah. Some of the news that we have. Uh... I'm sorry, Chris. Was there any questions you had about our beer? Nope. <laughs> Didn't think so. <laughs> <laughs> the big news that I have is about the Black Panther movie that oh. is coming out next week, very close to its release. It is rocking a 99% approval rating over at Rotten Tomatoes. And Paul, you were saying that for a short time it actually had 100%? Yeah, it had 100% for a short time when it was... Because I remember it seeing 100% certified fresh. And I'm like, I clicked through it and I'm like, oh, it's 100%. And then he said, today it's 99. I'm like, okay, that makes sense, you know, because people have to spoil everything. I was friends, this is kind of a funny little story. I was friends with this guy who's kind of a a dick, and I didn't really like him too much, but it was one of those, like, work friends. So if I unfriended him, then it's like I see him every day. Mm -hmm. And he was working at, like, a jewelry maker thing. I don't know what he did. He just was, I don't know. He was a goldsmith. But he shared, like, hey, the... um, the jewelry store, I just, uh, the jewelry, and he, like, asked if I would like his jewelry store. So mm-hmm. he's like, oh, uh, the jewelry store just hit, like, a hundred likes or a thousand likes. And I was like, uh-uh. And I, <laughs> so all of a sudden it went, boop, went down. And I was I like, won. you know, I'm weirdly proud of myself that I did that. And I laughed about it for hours. I right. thought I was hilarious. <laughs> I think that's pretty funny. It's a dick move. <laughs> Guy deserve. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Black Panther, ninety nine percent. You know that puts it up with the upper echelon. So your Paddington beard. 
yeah, and this came out from Fandango. That is it. Just the pre-sales of it, or just the pre-sales? Yeah, the because obviously right now it's yeah, pre-sale. It's Everything's pre-sale. pre-sale. The pre-sale. It's the highest pre-sold. quarter one pre-sold mm-hmm. movie in Fandango. They say Fandango, Fandango history. history, and Fandango's been around since the nineties. Yeah, because I remember first using Fandango to get my episode one movie tickets. Or maybe it was episode two movie tickets, and we actually stood in line like idiots for episode one. I don't know. We saw episode two together. Yeah, we did. It was a weird night. I, I never really it? bought anything off of Fandango until recently. Hmm. I just always went right to the theater and would get my physical tickets and just like hold on to it for a little bit. You know me. I love technology. I'm an early adopter, kind my- of. <laughs> When I can afford to be. Present, present wife, we have to go see AMC movies because they have the recliner seats. And she's an AMC member. So she just orders them through our membership mm-hmm. for discounted prices. But everybody's... Uh, AMC, every- if you want to sponsor us, we already visit your theater all the time. <laughs> Guess where we're seeing Black Panther? AMC. Nice. But uh, uh, we'll get into the movie trailer news, like we said, during halftime. One of the other news items that I had was Green Flash Brewery. One of uh, the larger breweries that distribute across the country. They have two breweries, one in Virginia and their home brewery in California. Are One, they're stopped shipping to 33 states. They're only going to ship their beer to 18 states. And they're cutting 15% of their workforce. A lot of it is the massive amount of breweries. They Mm -hmm. are a higher item ticket price. And you see a lot of those California breweries like Ballast Point just dropped from selling Sculpin at fourteen ninety nine to twelve ninety nine, and all the other ten ninety nine beers have gone down to nine ninety nine. Uh, so these something that the breweries have noticed a hit with the bigger breweries that are selling across the country. They need to make their beers more reasonable, and I think this is one way that Green Flash has noticed that hey we're. We're losing, we're losing yeah. uh, sales, and we need to focus on the smaller ones and distributing there. And if they do that, maybe they can lower those price points. Oh, every man, Buffalo has a brewery almost in every little town now. Yeah, you know, it's East Aurora, Forty Two North, Hamburg, Hamburg, Hamburg. Hamburg. What, up uh, in Williamsville, South, South Buffalo. You got Gene McCarthy. You got Flying Bison down that way. Buffalo, Resurgence, Community Beer Works. Big Ditch. Big Ditch. um, Uh, Thin Man. Thin Man, which is really good. Uh, Then New York Beer Project up in Lockport. Lewiston, Uh, you got uh, Brickyard Brewing. (laughs) So, yeah, I mean, and there's Orchard Park with um, West Seneca with uh, Rusty Rusty Nickel. Rusty Nickel, yep. And, um, yeah, and there's, like, scheduled in 2018, three more breweries opening. Mm -hmm. And And we're not even got – we don't even have the most breweries per capita. And I'm just saying, like, okay, so these national chains, like, they got to compete with my local place where I can get things canned that day or the night before because jeepers creepers, I'm waiting outside at noon for something. (laughs) I hope somebody isn't there, like, starting at 6 a.m. to can this stuff, like – no. Uh, these were canned on the first, and you picked them up on the third. Yeah. All right. Well, sorry. Yeah. No, I think you are competing with that, and you're competing with these people. I think the limited run specialty beers, like the single cuts, mm-hmm. 
the beers we're going to be drinking later, the foreign objects. These guys are really putting a hurt on the big brewers because people are spending $14.99 on a four-pack of something very small run, and they're Mm -hmm. buying a case. They're buying as many beers as they can of it. And I think that's hurting the big the big brands. Yeah, if your fridge is filled with, filled with specialty items that you got to drink right now, you're not filling it with fridge fillers anymore. You know, you're not getting the you know. The, I haven't been because I've been spending all my money on these specialty you know specialty releases or whatever. You're like, Paul, <laughs> I already bought this. You owe me twelve dollars. I'm like, all right. <laughs> You've never been disappointed. I've never been disappointed. I'm not complaining. I'm just saying how, how the economy is a scale work. Yeah. Chris, thing? did you have uh, one other thing for news? I had two things I we had discussed. First one was Stan Lee was hospitalized uh, early last week and then announced later that day that he was out and feeling great. Oh, good. So, you know, he's still around. He's still kicking. I mean, not necessarily kicking people, but you know, he has security to do that for him. Yeah. Well, just like in the Spider-Man cartoon, he can kick anybody he wants. It's when he actually throws a punch that he gets into trouble. I don't even know what that means. Uh, if you go back and watch the old 90s uh, Spider-Man commercial, or Spider-Man uh, cartoon, he never throws a punch that actually lands. He only hits people with kicks. Stan Lee? No, uh, P- uh, Spider-Man. Yeah, see, you didn't say that. I said, just like the, in the Spider-Man cartoon. Spider-Man. Okay. Yeah, Stan Lee wasn't in the Spider-Man oh, okay. cartoon. That's why I was confused. Um, but, you know, you always like to see the guy around. This isn't beer. It's just seltzer in case you wanted a water, oh. you idiot. Uh, but the other thing I had after that was we have the two producers of Game of Thrones coming into the Star Wars universe with David Benoff and D.B. Weiss actually going to be handling the next Star Wars trilogy, which they didn't say if this is going to be like the next sagas, if this is going to be another like Star Wars story, if it's going to be something else completely different. But that's exciting. That means you know more, more Star Wars. And they're writing these. They're not necessarily uh, directing. They're just yeah the writers. Like in Ryan Wilson's or not Ryan, Ryan Johnson's uh, deal, he's writing and directing those three. Uh, I think it's somewhere around there. He's. So, I yeah. think he can also choose not to direct if he wants, oh, okay. or have other people work on the scripts with him, or. Spruce them up. Yeah. So they said they had ten years of of Star Wars films planned out, and this is six movies. Uh, yeah, how between, many years? How between many? the uh, Benoff and Weiss. Yeah. And then we have the Ryan Johnson stuff, and then whatever Star Wars stories we'll be getting, kind of in between all that. Well, I'm just trying to figure out what year we're in for right now. Are we in the third year of the Star Wars movies when they announced that they had ten years planned? I feel like that was just last year when they said that. Oh, okay. So, like, it wasn't too long ago. Do we know anything more about Star Wars stories? Because after Solo, what's the next one? Is it Obi-Wan? I think it's Obi-Wan. I don't rumored. Think... Rumored. Rumored. Nothing That's confirmed. What I, said, I think. Because over in China, Star Wars isn't doing so well. In fact, Solo, a Star Wars story, is not called Solo, a Star Wars story over there. It's going to be called. Ranger Solo. <laughs> no mention not, not of Star cut, Wars. Not to cut you off, but yeah. it was November 2nd, 2017, where Ooh. Lucasfilm president Kathleen Kennedy teases 10 years of Star Wars. Okay. So so it, it was just like four months ago that they said... We, we're we in year one! Years <laughs> <laughs> so I, I'm just wondering, like, it's rumored for Obi-Wan, but we still don't know, and 
we haven't heard anything getting gearing up for production for two years from now because episode nine, right? Yep. And yep. then another solo film or another non-saga film. So, okay. Make me nervous, Star Wars. Get your t- and then maybe grammar. after that we'll be getting the first of the new Johnson trilogy, or who knows? Because I, yeah. I would, I would imagine the Johnson trilogy would start at the conclusion of Episode Nine. Mm-hmm. Episode Nine's done, and then it'll move on to his story that yeah. he's planning. That's what I would imagine. Because with J.J. Abrams handling Episode Nine, that would that would make sense. That would give him enough lead time on it to maybe. Knock one out, then we'll get another Star Wars story. Mm-hmm. Then maybe we'll get the next, like the Weiss spinoff. Who knows? It's yeah, it might go every other. A lot region. of moving pieces, a lot of ins, a lot of outs. Well, we just saw that Marvel's kicking up production, doing three years, three movies a year. So, man, is Star Wars going to kick up from every other year down to one? You know, one, two per year. Like that's what I'm kind of thinking. I'm like, are they going to double up? Like they got two different trilogies basically announced now. Well, even Netflix shows, we got three Netflix shows this year. Last year, where I think we're going to have three this year. Well, yeah, Jessica Jones. Luke Cage in uh, Daredevil Season 3. Wow. So, I mean, they're, they've kicked it all up a notch. Hey, yeah, and they kicked up a notch, you know, with uh, Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., uh, Marvel's uh, Agent, uh, Agent Carter, and uh, Marvel's Inhumans. Look, those are all doing really well. Agent Shield is still, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is still I know. One out of the three. <laughs> and also, uh, what was it? The Heroes for Hired, but not Mo- Marvel's Most Wanted, which was announced and then never got the light of day. Nope. Yep. But what was the, sh- the construction crew or wrecking crew or the guys that picked up after the disasters? That yeah. was short-lived. Damage Control. Damage Control. Was that DC or is that Marvel? No, uh, That's Marvel. Damage Control hasn't come out yet. There was the DC one. Oh, what yeah. What was it called? That came out like they didn't even air all the episodes but uh, I su- me, that was like two years su- ago. uh superpowers powerless powerless, powerless? Yeah. powerless or something like that yeah where it was uh the people working for a competitor of uh lexcorp like lexcorp was their biggest competitor yeah it's a 2017 series yeah we saw them a little bit uh damage control a little bit in uh marvel's spider-man homecoming yeah you guys cut in here who told you to cut oh wait. <laughs> no that's Sorry. that's a different this is for New York I'm, working crew. I'm, I'm really jumping the gun. Okay. <laughs> that was all I had for news. Yeah, that's it. That's all we need to talk about. Yeah. And Paul and I have another beer to talk Ooh. about before we get into news because yeah. we are drinking the gambit. I do not like the smell. The nose on it is a little, like, um, acrid. Yeah, I would agree, but it tastes great. This is In the Gold Dust Rush from Foreign Objects Brewery. You need to get a couple more sips of yeah. it, Paul. I think so, because... you, you got to move out from the... It's I'm not palletized yet. But this is American Pale Ale. This is kind of blending New England and West Coast styles together. So you get a little more, little more bitter than you would on a normal mm-hmm. New England-style beer. Um, it's got a really nice citrus. It's kind of what you it's want. It's a citrus rind. Yeah. yeah. And it still has the haziness. It still has the uh, flavors that you'd like in a uh, New England beer. I actually, I like it. It took mm-hmm. me a couple sips to get into it. Mm-hmm. But once I got calibrated, I really liked it. Great flavor. 
I did not like the nose on it at all, and it's taking. And I've been taking a sip after I sip would agree. after sip. The nose on it is uh, and is bad. Like the nose on it, I just keep on smelling it every time I come back in, and uh, you know the nose is a big thing. It's you a know? big thing because we've had lots of beers though that have smelled great and tasted bad, and have smelled mm-hmm. bad and tasted great. So so because all Skittles flavored the same, it's just they make they scent them differently. I didn't know that. Yeah, learned about that today. Mind-blowing. Mind-blowing. Is that, like, what was the, the fact that you threw out there that wasn't true? No, this is a different fact that is true. Not ABC took that, ABC.com took down all references to Marvels and Humans, because nope, that is not, not true. true. At all. That is not true. We verified that before the show started. In 30 seconds. Yep. I'm like, hey, I forgot I was going to look at this. And then I didn't. Something else that is verified, and that is what books we are buying February Ooh, yeah. 14th. 2018. Oh, Valentine's Day. Uh, yeah, Paul, you just said, oh, Valentine's Day, and then stopped talking oh. like you, I thought you had more to say. No. No? But you know what I love? What's that? The Fantastic Four. Oh, boy. And uh, you know who's coming back to the uh, Marvel family? Hopefully the Fantastic Four is Johnny and Ben go looking for them. You know, Johnny Storm may be losing his powers, teaming up with the ever-loving blue-eyed thing to uh, on a mission to find what the heck has happened to to Sue and and Reed and the kids and the kids. Well, How was two? I I, for, I didn't see that it came out, <laughs> so oh, okay. I'm going to pick up number three and I'll pick up number two and I'll get back to you. Sounds good, <laughs> Chris. What are you reading this week? Uh, this is actually one of the books that I was most looking forward to with our. 2018 look forward and this is sideways number one from dc comics uh and this is a high school junior Derek james accidentally falls through a rift into a dark matter dimension and then emerges from it with superpowers uh written by justin jordan with art by kenneth rockford new new hero coming out from dc comics i'm i'm looking forward to them bringing something fresh we'll see how it goes i i want this to kind of be my new teen hero because invincible's ending this year that was one of my go-tos for trade paperbacks. Uh, you know, maybe this will fill that void in my heart. Well, you still got Blue Beetle you can always pick up. I, I need to circle back to that. It's I don't know if I have added them to my wish list on Comics Algae, but I always I always pick up like whenever they do a number one, and I'm like, yeah, you know, this this scratches that itch. I just never follow through. Uh, I picked up one a couple months ago. It was um, like a kind of a new jumping on point with the new writers and. And I thought, oh, this will be great. I bought it. I haven't read it yet. So <laughs> I've uh, just slacking, I guess. Well, what book will you be reading then? It will be Captain America number four or 698. This is taking place right after Craven the Hunter fights Captain America. Captain America tries to escape and gets caught by the Soviets. What? Ooh, the Ruskies. <laughs> you I- mean USSR. USSR. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, uh, something like that. Uh, AIM or one of the groups that are trying to cat- capture Captain America. Mm. And they hired Craven the Hunter to catch him. He didn't. He was just going to kill him. Because the world's. He's, he'd be the greatest prey for him. I, I've enjoyed it. I love the looks of the book with Chris Omni. I enjoy the writing with Mark Wade. And uh, it's going to be good. Hmm. I finally turned a corner on this beer. It's all grapefruit now. <laughs> yeah, it's right. It's all grapefruit now. You just now. gotta get it's it. It's just you gotta not breathe in when you're taking a yeah. sip. It's good. Mm-hmm. 
Told you, you got to get a couple licks on it's that lollipop. Good. Yep, you got to get to the center. That Tootsie Roll. Much like we have to get to the center of a dramatic reading. And now, the Bagden Boardcast presents a dramatic reading from Mr. Miracle, issue 6, page 14, panel 4. And now we'll have two. Bathroom off the bedroom, bathroom off the living room. Then I want to cut the living room in half. But I like the living room. And that was a dramatic reading from Mr. Miracle, issue 6, page 14, panel 4. I forgot it was my turn to read, and I hadn't looked at that panel. So <laughs> I, you were like, and I was like, oh shit. I know, I, I saw was you. really hoping it was going to open up in time for me to... I get into it. I saw your little icon popped up as red finally, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm going to drag this out a little bit. <laughs> like, uh, also, I'm not sure if it's actually page 14 because I realized that I just pulled that off the of Comixology, and I forget if they count the first cover. As they do count the, the cover. Okay, so it might be a little. They count the cover, and a lot of times, like the previously or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I usually count those. You subtract I take those, those two. Yeah. So it's probably page 12. But you know, listeners, if you want to see the panel. You can buy the book and find it. I'm sure you heard us read it. But you can also go where, Chris? Uh, you can check those out over at beggingboard.com with our show notes page. Yeah, so that might be easier. Nice. You know what it else is. is nice? Having a rotating main topic. And every year, going right into <laughs> our Super Bowl. Super Bowl. You always say it wrong, Paul. I don't <laughs> no. get it. Yeah, I just don't get why you're so confused by this. It's a long running it's a super ball. It's a long running begging board joke <laughs> at your expense. Yes, that's the most joke because Paul, like Paul, pitches an idea, and then Chris and I look at each other and be like, "No, you're excited to call this the Super Bowl. We're gonna call it the Super Bowl, and it drives you crazy every year. It does it? Does it's just fun for us though? <laughs> Yeah. Isn't that what the show is all about? I say it at work. Like, when I'm talking to people about the Super Bowl, I'm always like, yeah, you know, that Super Bowl, it's going to be whatever. Yeah, the football teams, whatever. They throw the ball. It's going to be okay. <laughs> you come from Chicago. Yeah, they do. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be okay. Yeah, the they, Super got Bowl. they got that Super Bowl. The dish pizzas. The bears. A lasagna, but, you know, I like it. They got it all. They got it all. They got it all tied down, that Super Bowl. It'll be okay. The The bears are playing. <laughs> We're wearing sunglasses. It's okay. We all got mustaches and go. I'm I'm tapped out. I was trying to end it. (laughs) You know, we'll go down and look at the bean. That's in Chicago, right? The bean? I don't know, honestly. Yeah. They're called the bean town. No, that's Boston. Chi-Town. Chi-Town. You know what? I just just watched the episode of uh, Parks and Rec where... Uh, Andy and uh, Tom go to. Oh yeah, to uh, and he goes. Hey, is this why they call you Bean Town? That's why I thought <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, the Bean. Yeah, so the it bean. is. It is Chicago with the Bean. So this isn't Bean Town. Chi Town. Never trust Andy Dwyer with any kind of information. He's even worse it reliable than me. Off. It threw me off. I was like, you oh. know where I heard that uh, Marvels and Humans was no longer on <laughs> ABC.com? <laughs> Andy freaking Dwyer. That cowboy Viking ninja <laughs> screwed me. Apparently, that movie's going forward. Oh, the cowboy ninja one? Yeah. Oh, that was like a long time in the. It's starring. Is he. Andy Dwyer. Andy Dwyer? <laughs> yeah. 
man. <laughs> because it's Chris Pratt playing Andy Dwyer playing Cowboy Ninja Viking. But it's still up in the air whether or not they'll actually hire three different actors to play the th- three different personas. Hmm. I don't know. Because it's based off like a comic book where a uh, person has split multiple personality syndro- uh, disorder. Cowboy Ninja Viking. And he, so he's one personality, so he's a cowboy. One personality, he's a ninja. And the other one, he's a Viking. And they fight crime. They all fight crime and bad people, but either as a cowboy ninja or a Viking. And that has nothing to do with the Super Bowl, guys. So let's Not get right into it. Super Bowl, but yeah, nothing to do with it. Yeah, this is DC versus Marvel. You try Marvel. to sneak that in, and we correct you <laughs> yeah, every time. I catch it every damn time. <laughs> oh, it's part of the game. Uh, <laughs> this is Marvel versus DC and Gladiator, Gridiron, Combat, uh, where we go and just basically say what kind of year they each of these uh, monolith IP producing juggernauts have had, uh, what, what kind of year they've had. And uh, first off is the comic book creators, because we're a comic book podcast. So let's talk about the creators who, right before the Super Bowl started, guess what? I just said Super Bowl because you guys got in my head. <laughs> uh, One of night, us. Big night news. news. Big news was uh, Brian Michael Bendis switching from Marvel to DC. And we've been up and down on Bendis. Bendis was on upswing for us recently, as of with, late. Well, uh, the last couple of years, definitely. With him coming to DC, can can DC take this quarter? Can they outscore Marvel here? I think in in one of the realms, I'm going to say they also have Tom King, mm-hmm. who's been killing it on Mr. Miracle. My favorite character that I'm looking forward to this year is Swamp Thing, because Tom King is on it. I think having Tom King on your bench with two books right now is got me saying dc not only on the bench but in the field chris yeah honestly when we started talking about okay creators the very first creator that really jumped into my mind was tom king i mean even if you go back listen to three episodes ago now i think it was our look back 2017 look back you know tom king was on the top of our of our lists i I think he's he's the young gun in this one now he's Mm -hmm kind of stealing the show because everything else i'm reading right now it's from people that you know they're tried and true i i'm familiar with their work nothing else has really kind of grabbed my attention this year outside of tom king's work well i'd say vendetti on green lantern he's really turned the page to really take that book back to where it was he's been on that book for a while now though so i mean that's that scores them some runs sports ball are you proud of me? He was about to take. He was about to take a drink, and you said that, and he put his glass down like this motherfucker. So got no one to press those buttons. <laughs> yeah, he he slammed on that button though. So, you know, it wasn't just like I'm gonna press this, see oh, what happens. It's like so, yeah, ah. Venditti, you know, he's throwing some free throws with his so, stuff on on Green Lantern, and but it's. It's what I've been getting. It's great to be getting back into that groove. Mm-hmm. But it's like, okay, now this book's getting better. It's not like something as fresh and extreme as we've had from Tom King with um, uh, Mr. Miracle. Sorry. I, yeah. I was going to say The Vision, but he's that, that book's been out. Yeah, but. he's that fullback that you put in to the lineup to get your first down, like on a third and one. You know, you just put him in, you hand him the ball, you know you're going to get the two yards that you need. Yeah, I, I 
I, I stopped listening to you halfway through, but I do agree. I do want to get his full back catalog. And, and <laughs> like slap shots, right? Uh <laughs> I, the thing I have to say about Vendetti is he'd been he's been writing Green Lantern for years. I haven't been reading it, but this Hell Jordan and the Green Lantern Corps, I'm reading. I'm mm-hmm. loving. It takes me back to when I loved Green Lantern seven years ago. Like it takes me back to that. It's flowing. He's he's finally captured those characters where I'm reading it, and I think that's a plus. I think that's a big plus. I think the big plus on Marvel side is having. Mark Wade. Mark Wade. And yep. Mark Wade going, uh, I'm just going to work with Chris Omni. This mm-hmm. guy's great. Because they've done, th- this is the third project they've done together. Yeah. Daredevil, uh, Black Widow. What's sad is and Mark Wade Captain and Chris America. Omni were over at DC together at the same time. Like, and they didn't work together. Like that I remember. And man, now we're getting it there. Like that's. That's a, if Mark if they could convince Mark Wade to come back to DC, I think we could see a DC resurgence, especially with Tom King, Brian Michael Bendis. Uh, now that things are off, kind of off Jeff Johns's, you know, plate, like maybe he can focus more in on the comics book is, books again. But even then, like I haven't loved things recently from Jeff Johns since Flesh. Well, Rebirth. I mean, we'll be reading Doomsday Clock number three, so who knows? Maybe Ugh. I don't uh, like but- him. Because I think I, like it. Uh, I didn't really mention him too much because we haven't seen anything from Bendis yet at DC. We mm-hmm. have uh, Action Comics nine hundred. I can't remember the number. I think it's nine hundred. No, because but they're is it Action Comics is already yeah at so nine ninety seven right now. So oh my gosh, okay, coming so out this week. Geez. Yeah, it's one thousand. Uh, so that'll be. I'm excited to see that. I'm, I want to see his take. But also, this isn't something we talked about in the news. But it was announced that he's going to be kind of heading up his own mini imprint mm-hmm. at DC Comics too, So he might be able to reinvigorate some of those lesser known characters or those characters that have fallen off the radar like he did with pretty much everyone that he breathed new life into at DC, like Luke Cage, and Iron Fist. Mm-hmm. Um, I like think his, his favorite 70 characters, you know? Yeah, because we haven't seen the icons line in forever. Which was his line over at Marvel. Yeah, they folded some of that stuff in, and I know that he finished writing uh, Powers. Powers. And he was also, yeah, Scarlet was the other one, the weird rebellious activist that was doing stuff. But, all right, so DC, (laughs) wow, I didn't think this would happen, but DC's on the board. I I thought the Marvel was going to run away with it, but... uh, that's why I started off so strong with being like, okay, let's, let's at least talk about one positive thing. Uh, now let's get into <laughs> to where uh, I, I believe DC is going to have some trouble, and that's in media. Uh, we saw into the, this past year a lot of comic book movies be released, two from DC, uh, Wonder Woman and Justice League. And how many from Marvel? Four? Three? We had uh, Spider-Man Homecoming. Guardians of the Galaxy okay, Volume 2. Two. Uh, Thor Ragnarok, uh, anything that came out early in 2017, like did, March. Did you guys say Spider-Man? We already said yeah. Spider-Man. Yep. So those were the three. So, so, I mean, even like those three movies versus the two from DC, which, you know, it's going to be a little uneven to begin with. Uh, Wonder Woman, great movie, but yeah. I, I, I still haven't seen Justice League. And again, talked about this in the look, uh, the annual look back. I still haven't seen Justice League. I'll see it eventually, but there's no strong drive for me 
to get out there and do that. I don't think it is. Marvel is, movies, I, I have to see every single one of them. I'm still a Justice League movie defender. I don't think it's as bad as a, it's a, it suffers from it being just a comic book movie and needed to be more than that because we've already had, we've, we live in a world where there's basically been three Avengers movies. I'm counting Captain America Civil War. Oh, yeah. And this is just another comic book team-up movie, and we've had three Avengers movies and then team-up movies left and right. We're like, Thor Ragnarok is a Hulk Thor team-up movie. Captain Captain Miller, America. Sorry, was Suicide Squad this year? Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Yes. No, that I, was, I, no, was, that was last, last year. year. That was, okay, I, I honestly am sorry. That was, pre- that was before January 2017, okay. because I remember talking to people at work that were no longer at work on January 1 <laughs> about Suicide Squad. 2016. So. Yep. Okay. Sorry, I, I was just checking if uh, Justice League was on DVD yet, so if I could purchase it, like how much it would cost, just to maybe... I think it is, it's, or it's it'll be coming. It's going to be... He can pre-order it. I think it's a good, an all right movie. I, it's just, it's just not good enough. No, and that's that's right where I am because mm-hmm. I I've watched Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. I think like four times now. I've seen Spider-Man: Homecoming three, Thor: Ragnarok only once, but I can't wait for it to come out so I can see it again. Wonder Woman I saw twice. I went to the theater and then I rented it off of mm-hmm. uh, Xbox Live. Justice League. I'll get around to it, you know. I would put Wonder Woman above Spider-Man. And I wouldn't put it above Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, but it's right in line with Thor Ragnarok for me. Uh, See, I I Thor Ragnarok, number one. Mm -hmm. Number two is Spider-Man Homecoming. Okay, so you're voting Marvel on this media, even though... Marvel TV sucks because Inhumans well, we can, also I mean, came out. <laughs> talk, talking year. about the movies I mean, is one thing, but then we do have you gotta, those. You got to uh, give the points to movies, points to yeah, yeah, yeah. to TV, yeah. and see so, see how it all balances uh, out for the but, uh, quarter. Thor number one. Okay. Spider Man Homecoming number two. <sighs> oh, he's pausing. He's pausing. I think. I think Guardians number three. Wow. Wonder Woman, and. A distance five? A, a very, very bottom five is Justice League. And I'll say this. I saw Guardians twice in the theater. I saw it with my wife. Mm-hmm. Did we see it together? We might have yeah, saw we, it. Yeah, I, I was there for it. Yeah, we, yeah, we, all, oh, saw wait, it we all saw it together. Yeah. I saw it again with my dad in theaters. Hmm. I saw Wonder Woman in the theaters. I watched Wonder Woman on a plane ride to visit Chris. Mm-hmm. And so that's a great get. I would not... I do not feel the necessary. I don't. It does not feel necessary for me to watch it again. Guardians of the Galaxy is up on Netflix, and I go, "All right, I'm going to look for something slightly. If I can find something new that I haven't watched, or I'm going to watch Guardians." And mm-hmm. usually, I find something that I'm like, "Oh, okay, I'll watch that instead." But Guardians, I'm willing to watch a third time. Wonder Woman, I do not feel the need to watch it a third time. See, I've sat through. I've, I've sat through the whole, and that sounds horrible. But I've watched Wonder Woman. I think three different times now. I enjoyed it each time, even though this last scene is miserable. Guardians, since it's on Netflix, I load up that first scene of them fighting that huge creature and Baby Groot dancing around to uh, Mr. Blue Sky, because that's it's a great best. song. It's great. It just reminds me of my childhood. And then 
I might I try to skip forward, skip forward to the uh, the arrow scene. You know, when oh, he's so like yeah, halfway through the movie. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that scene again. Another great music. <laughs> yeah, because that's what you, that's Guardians. You know. Yeah, yeah. and the music's uh, a big part of it. But and I so I, I do enjoy that. So I think I've seen I've seen those scenes more than I've seen Wonder Woman. <laughs> but I've seen Wonder Woman on a whole more than I've seen Guardians of the Galaxy Volume right. Two. So are you? What, no, I what, think I think Mar- I think Marvel still outweighs it in the movies than well, DC. Chris, well, I'm I think sorry, even I, oh no, like I, I agree, like Marvel movies definitely. And then I did want to like talk about the TV because that also is part of media. Uh, we got Black Panther, or not Black Panther. I'm sorry, uh, Black Lightning this year, which I've heard great things about. I've kind of taken a sabbatical from watching a lot of the DC shows. I do want to get back into them. I just haven't had a chance to like start to consume all of the seasons I've missed out on. But again, with the Marvel stuff, I've watched almost all of Runaways. It's not great, but I do want to continue on with it. Um, people weren't huge fans of Iron Fist. I didn't hate it as much as other people did. I don't think it's the best John. of the Netflix shows. Yeah, but like even in general, I, I watched all of it. I walked out, I was like, okay, you know, Colleen Wing was cool. Defenders was <laughs> No, I mean, that's that's kind of how I came out. I was like, oh, I wish the show was more about Colleen than Danny Rand. Like, and that's not how I wanted to watch Iron Fist. <laughs> uh, but I, I like Defenders a lot. I thought that was great. Punisher, I haven't finished that yet because that's that's a trek to get through. And it's not because it's bad. It's really well done. It's just those are heavy episodes that I needed something afterwards. And that's how I came out of watching stuff like Daredevil as well. Like, there are shows and episodes that affect me in such a way that after watching one of them, I need to binge more of The Office just to remind myself that it's not all guns and <laughs> guns and punching people. Yeah, it's also Bears Beats and Battlestar Galactica. There you go. See, as, as much as I want to see Black Lightning, I, I need to finish watching the Marvel stuff I've started first. I think DC is doing a solid job on their shows. They have mm-hmm. a fan base. They keep doing crazy crossovers. The Crisis on Earth X was a lot of fun to watch. <clears throat> I know Kate kind of slowed down on it, like at that point, but I'm like, no, this is great to see all these characters interacting together. Oh, even even today at work, I let slip that I haven't seen the last couple seasons of Flash, and somewhere I work with was like, what? You haven't been watching Flash? It's like, no, like I love it, but this season's been. I, great. I I haven't kept up on stuff. I had to defend myself. This season, last, last season killed me on it. I couldn't even finish the season. Barry wasn't fun anymore. But what I'm saying is, I mean, they got Supergirl, they got Flash, they have Arrow, they have DC Legends, and they have Black Lightning. And I think those are all solid shows that they do extremely well. My wife watched all of Supergirl that's on Netflix Mm -hmm. without me. She didn't even, like, she just was like, no, I was in the mood. I love it. Like, screw you. And she was mad at me when I was like, I'm done with Flash. I can't, I can't handle, I can't handle Flash. And she continued to watch it. Mm-hmm. Like, the, their come back shows. For season four. Are you back for season four? Come back. I think you, you can come back. Barry comes back out of the Speed Force. You can come back out of the Speed. Uh, it's fine. And and Arrow, I needed to take some time off, but Arrow's got a whole team. Mister Terrific's on his yeah. team. He's got a ton of crazy stuff going. He's on. got a Wild Dog or whatever his name is, yeah. and. I think I think they're doing a. I I really do think DC is doing a great job with those TV shows. It's a little less. It's a little mm-hmm. less for me as someone who is a crazy invested comic book person. in I'm, the, I'm, those I'm, characters in the version of. Oh, I'm uh-oh. karate chopping stuff. Karate chopped a beer. 
Yeah, no, I karate chopped my yeah. headphones off, which knocked over <laughs> an empty glass. No, yeah, I can understand that, John. I think you definitely have Marvel doing great things with their Netflix shows. I I wasn't I wasn't thrilled with I wasn't thrilled with um, Iron Fist. Iron Fist. You weren't thrilled with Iron Fist in the Defenders either, because yeah, he, you said that seemed was, like another. He was a problem in the Defenders, but the rest of Defenders as a whole, I think, worked. Punisher. You know why? Colleen Wing. Colleen Wing. She's awesome. They had her sitting. Uh, it, they had her sitting in that police station for how many episodes? My my problem with Iron Fist too is every time they would flesh to him in Kunlun, I was like, okay, like I I want more of this. It would just be for like a minute, and then they go back to him being mopey in an office. I'm like, oh, okay. it, it's yeah, it was too much mopey Danny Rand, and also like the the fight scenes in Daredevil are better than they were in the Kung Fu master that should be Iron Fist. And I thought Punisher was great. I, I really want to finish that. I think I have like five more episodes to get through. And then Inhumans, I think was, Oh yeah. We an, forgot. I forgot about that one. An incredible misstep. And that it's sad that it went that way because I really wish I could have seen the Inhumans done on screen. Well, I totally agree. And then um, what's the show on uh, Hulu runaways runaways. Runaways, I think it started really well. Three episodes in, I was like, okay, I think I'm here. I told my wife to continue watching without me. And she got mad at me, but I was like, I can't watch this anymore. It's too much just merry-go-round going around in circles. It's too much bullshit. I don't care about any of these characters. The characters that I should love, because I've listened to you guys for 10 years talk about how great Runaways is and how great the characters are. I'm like, I don't like any of them. Because they're focusing on the villains. That's what's that's what's kept me from finishing it is because I I see those characters there, but they don't spend enough time with them to make me be like, yeah, I, I want to see what's happening to them. So I'm giving movies to Marvel, TV show to DC. And that's basically what I'm doing, too. Also, it makes it really easy because I don't watch any of the Marvel Netflix series because it's just too grim and gritty for me. Like... If Chris has to watch an Office episode after watching one of the episodes of Punisher, there's no way I could make it through an episode of Punisher. Then it just it just won't happen. And also, man, the Flash is so fun now, guys. Is it's, it fun again? It's fun again. And anytime you have Supergirl, the girl that plays Supergirl and the guy that plays the Flash, like together in a scene, they have chemistry. They have so much chemistry. It's so good. Like when I'm having a bad day. I reload that episode of Supergirl where the world's finest, where the Flash shows up. And I skip through all the bullshit <laughs> parts with the villains. And just, like, when they're just sitting, like, talking to each other. Like, oh, you're having a bad day? That's okay, because I'm the Flash. And I'll tell you, hey, just slow down. <laughs> That's so good. I'll get you an ice cream cone. I love that. I love her reaction. I love everything about it. So, and Christ is on it. Earth X, they're together again, and whenever they're on screen together, I'm like, this, this is the best ever. <laughs> I love it so much. <laughs> uh, I movies I give to Marvel, television, even with something as bad as Inhumans and middling as Runaways, I, I think I still have to say, yeah, Marvel on that end, just because the, the quality of something like Defenders and Punisher, just they're fantastic. It's finally the Punisher done right. Sorry, Tom Jane. So this is a tie going in for this quarter because movies... Movies, we gave, movies won, DC TV won. But 
Chris did vote for DC or for Marvel, so it's a tie with a tiebreaker. Go if somehow this becomes a tiebreaker between Marvel and DC, that, they, the right. tiebreaker does I, go to Marvel. I weight the the movies more than I do the the television. For, and well, the tiebreaker goes. To I don't Marvel. know if I'm gonna. I don't know if I'm going to win anybody over on this. The movies are such an event. Like, that actually requires me to get up and go somewhere. Mm-hmm. The TV just happens, and I can tune into it at my leisure. Yeah. The, the DC TV, I haven't been tuning into, even though it's all right there. Like, I can go into the next room over and catch up on, like, three years of it tonight if I wanted to. The movies, I have to get up and pay money for and then get suckered into buying popcorn because I fucking love popcorn, guys. I will say that's a, that all well sell, said and good. Well sell and good. All all well said and good. <laughs> okay. Is that the thing to say? All sale I don't know. and I'm good. I'm getting beard. So uh, say we all. Okay. Okay. Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> but this is both of these. It's both yeah. movie and TV and I, I the two. I mean the two yeah. are together. It's not one verse. It's it's I, I hear what, a whole. I understand what Chris is saying, but for me personally, I am more easily able to gear up for an, an event than I am for something that is always there. Like uh, growing up, my mom always had fresh baked cookies. I could eat basically homemade cookies anytime I wanted. They were there. It's great. It's good. But I didn't eat a cookie every day. But man, birthday cake and pie, ho- well, homemade pie. That's an event. I'm excited for that pie. I'm going to eat all of that pie. <laughs> like, it's going to happen. And there'll be cookies out on, ready for me to eat also. But, you know, that's an everyday occurrence. That's a TV. I I can get more worked up and excited for events like movies. And it's easier for me to be like, yes, let's go. Let's call up my dad. Let's call up all my friends. Let's let's get a plan together. You guys know I love a good event. <laughs> Uh, I like making mundane things into events, like talking on fo- on a phone with your friends and making it into a podcast. Uh, so I'm 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 good with having, but the tiebreaker th- this, for this quarter for this will go to Marvel if the overall goes to it go- goes to a if tie. we need a tie if we need if we... a tiebreaker. Right now, Marvel has the advantage for the tiebreaker, be it for the movie side. For Chris, or be it that Chris voted for Marvel on the TV side. Either way, fair I, enough, Chris. Fair, fair enough. Because this is serious. This, this, this is a Super serious. Bowl. This is the Super Bowl. <laughs> and you know what? That dramatic lead-in leads us to halftime. A dramatic reading. Oh, oh <laughs> no, wait, no. no, my bad. But before we, and halftime, about to read it again. Halftime means we got to consume some more calories, and those calories come in the form of alcohol. <laughs> AKA beer. And that that beer being flying objects or foreign, foreign objects. objects. Foreign objects. What we all want ale with hops. Is that the name of it? Uh no, all, they all say ale with hops. Okay. And they also all say double dry hop is our norm. Drink now. So this is this beer is called What We All Want? Yes. Okay. And uh American IPA. This is another American This is hazier. This is hazier. It's a nice. It's, it's a New England. Mm-hmm. It's straight up New England. And this is much fruitier. Mm-hmm. This has such a better nose. This has like a passion fruity nose. Yeah. This has a that can it's like a kiwi. This is a oh maybe I maybe I like glanced over it and that's got into my head. This it's this beer is fantastic. Mm-hmm. It's great. 
it's as good as your favorite single cut that mm-hmm. you've had. This is on par with that. This is on, this is that sweet juice bomb. Yeah, it, there's that the lack of one, bitterness. Even better. I went. I started low and working the mm-hmm. way up to. This is like good. an orange juicy. Do not brush your teeth before drinking this beer. This is a, a good orange juicy passion fruity tropical juice. Like wake up Easter morning, you're having brunch. This is what you want with that brunch. Uh, this brewery six to eight months old. What? <laughs> they, wow! They 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 learn quick. The believe, force is strong with this one. I believe the two the two brewers, the two owners, came from cellar makers out in um, in Oregon. Uh, they came to the. They went to their bosses, the the bigger brewers, mm-hmm. and said, "Hey, people have been loving these uh, New England IPAs. We've had some. They're awesome. We should brew these." And they were like, eh, "I think we're going to stick to what we we do here." Mm-hmm. And the one guy said, are "You want to move back to my hometown and we'll do this?" And the guy went, "Yeah, okay." Holy shit! They did Oregon Trail in reverse. Yes. <laughs> and they left. And they both survived dysentery again. Yeah, because they took a plane. Oh. <laughs> they didn't have to take a wagon. <laughs> oh. And uh, uh, they've been killing it. And I think, I mean, so far, everything we've had is good. I started with the lowest beer, mm-hmm. then the next one, and the one after that, hopefully, we'll have before the end of the show, mind, body, soul, and sound, even better than this. Uh, by the way, their hometown is Clifton Park, New York, apparently. Because mm. I read that on the bottle. That is a can. Of the can. You know what we can can? (laughs) This is the first half. (laughs) We can can that first half. (laughs) Because we're now in the second half of the Super Bowl. I just spit beer out of my mouth all over my pants because (laughs) of what Paul just said. Well, we can can. I didn't think it was that funny. (laughs) It was ridiculous. (laughs) I don't think it's ridiculous. It's been recorded. It's in the can. It's done. That's a common phrase, right, Chris? Crazy. I've never heard that before. Okay. Got beard hair in my mouth. All right. Well, third quarter. What did we say it was again? Oh no, we got to do the halftime. Oh my goodness. I'm sorry, guys. I'm tired. And I'm also drinking. And I'm also making John throw up on himself. Apparently, you didn't. I didn't throw up. You threw (laughs) up on the podcast. I spit some beer out of my mouth into my hand. And then dribbled it on my jeans. Oh, okay. Not the same as you puked. He did a spit take. So halftime, some good movie trailers and some not so good movie trailers came out either during the halftime uh, during uh, the Super Bowl or uh, a couple days later. The first one that actually we saw during the Super Bowl itself was Solo. You've said it twice now, and I've been wanting to cut you off, but continue. I said it twice because I'm actually talking about the event, the actual sporting event, not this show. And that was uh, Solo, a Star Wars story. Chris, did you watch that live, or is this something that you came... Oh, no, I, I don't watch sporting events at all. Oh, okay. So, basically, I spent my night on my couch watching The Office on Netflix, because that's what I do. Then just scrolling through Facebook, seeing everyone post, like, <laughs> Solo looks amazing, and then just clicking over to my YouTube app, because... I could still watch everything as it mm-hmm. happened. Yeah, uh, which has been great. This has happened during our run of the podcast, by the way. Like, them going day and date on YouTube. 
with the release of these Super Bowl uh, ads. Because, because they, ha- they have to figure as soon as they air, people are going to be like, oh, I want to see that again. And, you know, it's great buzz for people like me who don't watch, you know, <laughs> the sports. Because now, now I can see it right away and they get that advertising money. Because I remember for the show, like looking up which Super Bowl, like what will have a TV spot during the Super Bowl and like trying to realize what they would be and like looking for them during it mm-hmm. for the sh- for the show itself. And I remember when the Black Eye uh, piece played and we were recording an episode and we tried to catch those clips or TV ads. So it's we've come a long way. Is all or I'm when saying. you saw Tina turn his tit. No, that's Jan Jackson. Jackson. No, I know. I just wouldn't say that. <laughs> It's just that, is that your Super me. Bowl? It's my Super Bowl. Uh, no, but for Solo, we got the teaser trailer, and then we got the full-length trailer the next morning during Good Morning America. For some reason, because it's also uh, on but I, I think I think it's safe to lump these together. Mm-hmm. Different trailers too. I mean, you got a lot yeah. of different footage in the full trailer versus the teaser trailer. Uh, we, Paul and I, had uh, we went out to dinner with friends before the game. Then we went and had some beers at a bar. And as we were getting up to leave, Paul st- went, oh, what's this? And I turned and looked, and it was the solo trailer. And we watched that solo, tra- solo trailer. Mm-hmm. People, like, when you see Chewbacca at the end, people at the bar were like, yeah! And I was like, oh, I can't wait to go home and re-watch that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I can hear what people said. Because it's in a bar. You couldn't really hear what was the, the dialogue being said. I'm so nervous about this movie. I have not rewatched that trailer. I saw it at that really? bar, and that's been my only viewing experience of it. Ah, uh, no, I've watched it a couple times. All I know is, I watched yeah, I, a, I've watched times. It a few times. The one good thing about it is, I saw that in action. Danny Glover as Lando Calrissian. Donald Glover, Danny Glover, oh, Donald so Glover, completely different. Drinking. Only thing so I'm good. not 100% on is, oh my gosh, Woody Harrelson. Really. But he, he seems to just be Woody Harrelson again. And that's just a me seeing him in movies thing. It's like every time I see him, I'm like, okay, he's still Woody Harrelson. He's a Tom he Hanks really, for you. Yeah, he never he, he's never somebody else to me. Mm-hmm. What's his name? Alden Eric? Eric Alden? The guy playing Han Solo. I, I think he's he's got it. He kind of pulls off that Han Solo. Like, there's a clip in it where he's like, He's like grinning at someone, and it's just like, yeah, that's that's Han Solo. Like he's trying to sell it, you know. He's he's the thing that I'm worried about. And with that teaser trailer, you have a little bit of him speaking, but you don't really get a good shot of him. You get a lot more in the actual full trailer. And yeah. yes, he is. If he can capture the essence of Solo, he doesn't need to perform or act or look exactly like him. Uh, Harrison Ford, but if he can, there's not enough marijuana in the world for him to act like Harrison. If Ford. If you can portray that scoundrel, I think he can do that. And even that, like, uh, uh, I thought we were in trouble. Uh, we're okay. We're okay. <laughs> you know, like whatever, whatever that line is. I was like, oh, okay, yeah. And that's. I was talking to someone I work with about this because you know I'm I'm a nerd and I love being able to talk about nerd stuff with people that I don't realize are nerds until they're like. Oh my gosh, like Solo is like, okay, cool, let's be friends now. And he raised a good point. He's curious to see if coming out of this, people are fans of Han Solo or just Harrison Ford. And I can kind of see what he's saying because Han Solo and Harrison Ford are so conjoined. But if we have someone else portraying that role now, 
if he's able to still be good in this, but people are like, no, like it's it's not the same as Harrison Ford. You know, at that point, it's like okay, like they just want to see his portrayal. That that's all they're signed up for. They're gonna not like this movie no matter what. Uh, I I'm excited for this now. Yeah. I, I think it looks really cool. Like the effects are slick. Like when you have the uh, like the Star Destroyer coming out of hyperspace or in that storm, whatever's happening with all those clouds, and then you got the Tie Fighters coming out. That looks like a thrilling moment. I want this to be origin story, but maybe not full-on origin story. I don't need to see him befriending Chewbacca, winning the Millennium Falcon from Lando, and performing the Kessel Run all in the span of one movie. It might the if they do a well. The internet demands though. I, I, but see, that's the thing. Like, I, I'd love to see all that happen. I don't know if I want it to all happen within like the space of an hour. It might feel like they they're cramming too yeah. much in. Unless they can do it well, like I I could be proven wrong. I could come out of this being like. Wow, like they found a way to make it work. I think you're going to see him snippet growing up on the streets. You're going to see that snippet of him joining the academy. You're going to see that snippet of him getting kicked out of the academy for saving Chewbacca, who, you know, he's supposed to Mm -hmm. kill Chewbacca, and instead they run away together and get married. (laughs) I I think it's going to put it. I think it's going to be it's going to be snippets. Um, sorry, sidebar. Nerd point, I have my finger up. Uh, uh, uh. They are actually friends because Chewie owes Han a life debt because yeah. he saves his life. So that's why they're eternally bound together. I, I think that's the joke that John just made. But yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think I think in lore, Han was supposed to put Chewie to death and instead yeah. sets him free. And in doing so, that life debt is what Chewie has to pay. Mm-hmm. You know, but also I, in lore... The moon lands on Chewbacca's head, and that's what kills him. So, the moon lands on a moon. A moon crashes on Chewbacca's head and kills him. That's how he goes. Yeah, that's how he goes. Some bullshit way to go. In the original lore, that's one of the things that I'm glad that Disney got rid of. (laughs) That is some bullshit lore, and bullshit lore is a good title for this episode. No, I have some other stuff written down, Paul. (laughs) Okay. I, I was very much in the camp of like, okay, you know what? There's all these re- quote-unquote reports coming out of Solo being in trouble. Solo's not going to be good. Dizzy's worried about it. After seeing this, I, I'm pumped for this movie now. I think it looks great. I think the special effects look amazing. The one thing I want to say, okay, so Han Solo in the New Hope with the Millennium Falcon is how old? 35? Oh, gosh. I could... I could do the Google legwork, but but uh, just just rough, yeah, he, rough. I, w- I would say like late twenties, early thirties. Okay, because he's. I mean, he's de- like uh, Harrison Ford, definitely younger than that. But I think there's supposed to portray him in the thirty in his thirties. We'll yeah. say like what do we say when it was supposed to difference say thirty two. Yeah, how old is he supposed to be in this movie? Uh, early twenties, mid twenties, man, maybe. So you're looking at. We'll say 20, 24. 24 sound good to you? He's 24 in this movie? Yeah, okay. Yeah. All right. I'll, so I'll, I'll go along. 24 to 32. Did you see how white and pristine and beautiful that inside of the Millennium Falcon looks? <laughs> and then you see it. You see it in A New Hope, and it's like beige and dingy and dirty. I always thought the padding was beige. This, it's a pristine white. Is Chewie getting out of the shower and shaking dry? Like, what is dirtying this Falcon? Smuggling's dirty work. Just came out of your bathroom, John. It's not much better. (laughs) Come on. 
<laughs> Let's well, not get Lando off. kept that thing clean. It's Han's just not not the same person. Lando was bringing babes back to the Millennium Falcon. So <laughs> bringing Chewie back. <laughs> exactly. Dude, I was trying to say that, but I couldn't because I kept on almost laughing too hard. <laughs> Donald Donald Glover as Lando looks like such a pimp. He looks so good. I see him and I'm like, yes, uh, young Lando. Sidebar, Boom. Oh, sidebar. Not, not newsworthy, but I don't know if anyone else saw this, but someone that went to high school with Donald Glover shared one of his yearbook photos. And it's literally just like him sitting there in a black Star Wars t-shirt. <laughs> and they were just like, you did it. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, yeah. Good on him. Like this. He's done so well for himself, and it's so crazy to think that this is the the dude that was doing like the Derek comedy sketches. Uh, Derek mm-hmm. comedy. I mean, he was he was nominated for uh, uh, whatever those music awards are. What are uh, the Grammys. Grammys. He's, like he's pro- won uh, like Globes for Atlanta. Like, TV mm-hmm. writer, TV producer, TV director, TV star. Like he's he's really got a lot under his belt. And yeah, from Derek comedy, it's you know crazy. Yeah. If I was to accomplish all that stuff, I would still be like, no, number one, Star Wars. I was in Star <laughs> Wars. Like, I would be upset if I not, if I did, like, half that stuff. And my obituary did not start with Star Wars? I would be like, come on, guys. What the fuck? So, quick word. Uh, at the time of the Battle of Yavin, Han Solo was 29 years old. Hmm. Okay. So, we like we were, like, right there. Yeah, like, yeah. We're out there. And Han Solo was actually 33 when he filmed that. Han Solo was? Harrison Ford. Or Harrison oh. Ford. Yeah, when he portrayed Han Solo in Star Wars. Dude was already 33. He looks so young. Man, like, I'm so old. Anyways, I'm older uh, than... we had other trailers. We can't. We're, we're not a Han Solo podcast, guys. I lost my pen. Uh, were we going to talk uh, about Jurassic World? Yeah, I think we can talk about Jurassic World. Uh, let uh, me talk about it first. Okay, that happened. Apparently, dinosaurs in a city. All right, again, cool. I guess dinosaurs back in a city. Back in a city, and once again, they will be beaten by gymnastics. <laughs> I don't want that to happen. Uh, I, I, I don't really. I didn't really want this movie to happen. I like. I don't care. I, I, I'm I just still looking forward to it when they have like the clips of Chris Pratt's character, who I always have to remind myself his name's Owen. Mm-hmm. Owen Grady, he like mm. he he does have a name. Uh, when they have like the clips of him meeting Blue and like imprinting with them, yeah, I still hold true that okay, this is gonna be the Jurassic Park movie that makes me cry. Like they they will accomplish that in this because uh, you know it's gonna be a boy and his dog just going up against bigger dinosaurs it's again because like, it looks like InGen is still. Mm-hmm. It's the old Yeller version of Jurassic World. Now I'm even less likely to see it. Well, and you got uh, you got Malcolm. Actually, he's not in the back going, must go faster, must go faster. <laughs> he's driving the truck. Oh. And he's like, ah, shit, I got to go faster. <laughs> must go faster. Uh, must th- go this faster. trailer a lot more, not just, hey, we have to get to the island, get off the island. This one seems to be more like, no, here's the aftermath of all that. Uh, I'm I'm really looking forward to this one too. I don't know if this will be my favorite Jurassic Park movie, but I think it's going to be better than the original two and three. Well, yeah, <laughs> low bars. You know, yeah. I, I can say that. You know, if we were doing a Jurassic Park Super Bowl, uh, yeah, new trilogy because it definitely will be a trilogy. Uh, definitely winning over original so far. I, Jurassic Park and Jurassic World both tops. Yeah, 
but Jurassic oh, yeah. World, here's here's what's gonna settle it for you. How many Jimmy Fallon uh, cameos are in Jurassic Park? <laughs> Zero. Jurassic World one. Therefore, Jurassic World's the better movie. No, I'd still would take Jurassic Park over it. <laughs> yeah. That's the movie that too. was like I believe in dinosaurs. Like that I mean if the special effects in that, let alone. I mean yes, I was a child when I saw it, but man, that thing blew it me holds away. Up. And it still does. I bought it on DVD. It was it was like five dollars on DVD, and I, and I was like, I need to buy this. And my wife's yeah. like, No, you don't. And I said, No, shut up, you. And I gave her a little. <laughs> five dollars. I gave her a little push. And I was $5. like, I need yeah, this in my life. That, that is a good price. <clears throat> Paul, I'm sorry, I'm gonna have to disagree with you because the pure joy in John Hammond's voice with oh. like everything that he says in like the first half of that movie greatly outweighs any Jimmy Fallon. Oh, okay. Uh, I was thinking you were going to say with uh, yes, we have a T Rex. <laughs> That's the line I'm thinking of the most. Like, I always think of whenever I think about him, I think about the uh, the uh, when ant I farm. Think about the, him, I touch bats. No, the uh, the oh, I can see the I can see the term. Uh, what what is it? Ant uh, ant circus. No, this, uh, the flea. The flea, flea circus. circus. Flea circus. I can see the fleas, mommy. Can you see the fleas? I can see the fleas. That's what I think about. I was thinking that you were going to say, no, the joy of seeing uh, Vice Admiral Holdo saying, run, run, run. <laughs> she, at the, what bothers me is the whole point, like, she's hobbling. Mm-hmm. She can't run. Yeah. <laughs> um, gonna... no. What was your I, joke? Finish I, your punchline. That was it. Okay. That was it. You took a dramatic pause at the end of that, and Chris mm-hmm. filled in your... And now. No, I a was... dramatic pause. Oh, sorry. I was... Well, Chris to respond. <laughs> D- Deadpool? That was a Dead- another trailer that happened. Deadpool. I don't. I think I missed this one. You missed the Deadpool one? Yeah. What? 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 What is it? Describe it to Do me. Do we need to take a pause so no. you can watch? Describe it. I'm, I'm okay with taking a pause because I I wouldn't mind rewatching because I've only seen it the like the one time since I've watched it twice. I saw that it aired. Is it? Is is this the one with the more, more cable? It, it's even cabler. Is that what's happening in this one? Uh, it has cable in it and then he's playing with action figures okay well that's all i need to know like no watch it like i don't watch care okay. about deadpool i wrote 115 down I so fi- i'm gonna I watch- all this out you need to watch it yeah. so we can talk right. about we're, it we're watching it i watched You're supposed deadpool to watch it. one on free on i watched the- deadpool one on free <laughs> on free. come on get it together on a free oh. weekend for hbo get it together come on okay How deadpool is, is it deadpool me is this one yes it's a very good beer. Nope. You have no wife. It's just me. Just me. Paul, you watched it. You watched the Deadpool. You watched, you watched it. The I Deadpool. watched it again for the second time. I, I did not. I went up and gave my wife a kiss. Hello. Oh, and then you. scampered down and took a whiz. <laughs> Paul, you watched it. Thoughts about Deadpool? I will see it when one of my friends owns it on DVD and we watch it together. No friends are going to own it on DVD. How are you going to watch it? <laughs> I, I will, uh, when I have a free HBO weekend again, and I will watch Deadpool 2. <laughs> I will tell you how I will watch this one, because I will go to the theater, uh, theater to see this one. Um, it's a lot of fun. It's very zany and wacky. You get a dig in there at Justice League, <laughs> because Cable still got his green arm. Uh, when they come back, he's got the real one. It's cool. You get glimpses of uh, his landlord, Morena Baccarin's in it again. Mm-hmm. 
who else? Naked Sonic Teenage Forehead. I'm I, I, the guy. The guy from uh, the big, the big uh, sick, the uh, taxi driver. That's oh yeah, he was in the, the first guy. one. I can't remember his oh, name. Oh, they switched. It's him. not. I'm pretty sure it is. Oh, it's the guy that's place uh, that's in the big sick is now. He wasn't in the first one. He wasn't in the first one. Oh, okay. You guys are racist. <laughs> All Indians. I'm pretty sure not. that's him. It is not him. Uh, uh, probably isn't. I but I only watched the first one. I did really like on this. Uh, when the movie came out, my wife and I were the ones that were like, "Oh, let's go see this for Valentine's Day," and we went Valentine's Day weekend. Uh, loved Deadpool one. Yes, I'm going to see Deadpool two. Definitely seems fun. My question to you guys is: rumor is you can see Shatterstar behind Deadpool on the helicarrier. Who's the black gentleman? Is that Bishop? Is that Bishop? It could be Bishop. Uh, and then there's somebody else on there that you're <sighs> like, are, are this, is this a? Yes, it is like a backdoor X fact uh, X Force. <laughs> yes, uh, I'd like to know who those characters are. So you, you would need somebody. Warpath. I don't think you need Warpath. For X, X Force. No, it's his brother's Thunderbird was in the other one. Yeah, it would be Warpath, yeah. but I don't I don't think they would use him because they got Domino. Uh and John, I will have you know that yes, that is the same taxi driver. His name is Karen Sony. Uh he's from New Delhi. It's this, twenty nine years old. The same cab driver from the first movie. Yes. It's not the, Yes, that's what we were saying. No, Paul was saying it was the actor from is Big Sick. Big, is this guy from Big Sick? Oh. It is not. It is not. Okay, so I'm the only racist one. Sorry. I, I haven't seen the Big Six, so I don't know. I, I thought the whole argument was over, like it's the same taxi driver. You're like, no, it's not. I was like, no, it no, is. Like, it was Paul that's saying the joke. It's the same dude. My bad. I I apologize. No, that's fine. No, it was Paul saying that it was uh Camille. Yeah, I thought it was Camille. Nahar Nahani. Um, who Paul? You would like this? He said a Paul. He's got a podcast where he reviews episodes. He talks about episodes of uh, X Files. He's a huge X Files oh, fan. I, I've loves only, X Files. I've only seen one episode of X Files. Really? I thought yeah. that'd be a show that you. would I love. saw the one that uh, was directed by William Gibson. Oh. written and directed by William Gibson. Oh. Yep. Interesting. Uh, I, I look forward to this one. I depending on when it comes out because I don't know. Is it March? Uh, no, Later? May. May, uh, May. End of May. May eighteenth. Okay. No, twentieth. I, I I saw the first one with May twentieth. Okay. I just saw the trailer and I thought it said. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember months for when movies comes out anymore. Uh, I saw the first one with my mom. I know I said this on the show before, but just to, mm-hmm. to restate it for anyone that didn't hear that one or uh, you know whatever. Uh, my mom wanted to see Deadpool because she heard good things about it. We went to see it one of the times I was in Buffalo, and she absolutely loved it. So yeah. Yeah, that I, I I'm, I'll probably try to come back to see this uh, with me, mom. Uh, I feel like it has uh, it follows the same tone as the first one, different director, um, but it's the director who did uh, the John Wick series. I really enjoy those John Wick movies. <laughs> I'm looking, See, that makes sense because my mom loves John Wick too. Mom, oh, the second one or the first one or also? I like uh, I like both of them. The f- John Wick as well. John Wick, the original John Wick, I think is better than the sequel. Wait, but is I that the do movie? Enjoy both of them. Where Keanu Reeves goes crazy and kills a bunch of people because somebody killed his dog. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> that's all I know about that movie. I I am going to see this movie in theaters. I love the first one. I I imagine I'm going to love this one. It looks like it's following the same sense of humor, 
And uh, yeah, I think it's a. I think it's one of the best trailers. I mean, it fits with Deadpool. Even the break where he's got the two dolls, yeah. like it fits. Uh, you saw the toys that made us. They're action figures. Action figures, <laughs> man. My face is red. Can't you can't say dolls. Can't say dolls. Can't say dolls. Not a hash, bro. What I can say. All right, Mattel. Is this Venom teaser trailer? Is caca? <laughs> it's garbage. Yeah. Yeah. If the end We're of all the running teaser for didn't tell me it was Venom, I would not have known what it was. Even with like that canister that contains a symbiote in there, I. It doesn't say Venom. Uh, so I was I was at work. I had watched the trailer earlier today. I was at work. I was watching. Um, or I was looking at Facebook, and it came up to say the creator of Deadpool said that the Venom trailer sucked. And it made me laugh. And this guy at work was like, oh, what are you laughing about? And I was like, oh, this guy said the Venom trailer sucked. And it does. And he goes, oh. So I played the trailer for him. He doesn't know anything about... He thought the... He, he thought the Death Star was a moon. Like, he was... He just is not into nerd culture. So I played the trailer for him and he's like, Oh, you know, that wasn't bad. I'd be interested to see what that guy's screaming about. I played him. <laughs> I played him the dead. I played him the Deadpool trailer and he's like, Oh no. Well, yeah, that's a way better trailer. And I'm like, yeah, they're both comic book movies. He goes like, Oh, that first one was a comic book movie. Then I explained the history of Venom in the symbiont suit, Black Spider-Man losing the suit, Eddie Brock hating uh, Peter Parker, the symbiont taking him over. I explain all of them. I explain all of that to him. And I say there's there's over 20, there's over, no, there's almost 30 years. 30 years of history with this character. And he goes, oh, that trailer sucked. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and then he was like, "Did you hear they're making a new Crackle Dundee movie?" <laughs> it's not a real movie; it's an ad. I know I, that was the joke. Uh, but it was like, yeah, it sucked. You see a little bit of that symbiont moving in a vial. <laughs> it's a, uh, it's Tom Hardy talking, just like, "Ooh, everyone has a thing, and how they overcome the events." Blah blah blah. Yeah, blah. but he is talking better than he talked throughout the whole Batman. Dark Knight Rises. Because he was doing a voice for that, and he's doing a... a Brooklyn, he's got a Brooklyn voice he's got for a this. Book, and it is a much better voice than he did for his South American voice, that he, whatever voice he was trying to put on for Bane. I don't, yeah, I don't know Central what voice American. he was doing. I don't think it was... I think it was more... I don't know. Uh, <laughs> but this... don't know. But this, this... If you're going to do a teaser, you need to have Venom... Even in the shadows of that hulking body of what they're going to do, this is something that was cobbled together. The movie just finished wrapping like a, a week and a half ago, and they cobbled this together because everybody's releasing these mm-hmm. trailers, and they gave us this, and this wasn't a good showing. At it's supposed all. to be released this fall. Yeah, because it says this fall. <laughs> but that gives you're 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 looking at like nine till November. You you got like nine months until that could, you know that needs okay. to come out. Well, and that's nine months of computer effects and and, and I guess he can editing. grow a baby in nine months. I don't know if he can grow a good movie in nine months from that trailer. <laughs> bad parents. Bad, bad, bad parents. parents. <laughs> bad parents growing a bad baby. 
bad venom baby uh yeah this uh ooh, not a good showing this is not you up until the 2000s when people traded in their venom shirts for deadpool shirts you have a crowd of people that were like no venom 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 that's for yeah. you and this is not the thing to show those people. I'm as confused after watching this trailer as I was after watching the New Mutants trailer. <laughs> I'm like, what is this movie supposed to be? Oh, what are the bet? Uh, what are we betting on whether uh, whether or not Venom will get pushed back? Oh, I would take that bet that it would get pushed back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh wait, no, Sony needs money. Fox Ooh. now has Disney money, <laughs> so. <laughs> No, Sony will release crap because it needs to make money to prove that it shouldn't be spun off into its own department and sold. So I would say that they're going to release this come hell or high water. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. When was, was the last for, time? I was looking for a tilt bet. I, I can't do it. Chris. Do you think? I, it, I think it's going to get pushed back. I think... They're going to, they've already wrapped. I think once they get everything knocked out, they're going to take a look and be like, oh, this needs some more polishing. And then they're going to go back. They're going to do some reshoots. And it's going to completely throw the movie off. Sony don't give a fuck. They took a, they were I, like, they Kim Jong-un, hack us, I think they, hack us. We don't I care. I think they realize they need to. Yeah. No, no. I, I think this might be them like putting up the, the teaser trailer because it's after the Super Bowl and now they want to like, well, let's let's see how it is. Let's All just right. say, you know, so that's coming out in fall. So that's a tilt bet between John and I versus you. Yeah. So we're saying fall. So we're giving until December first of two thousand eighteen. I, I think November qualifies as holiday at this point. I would call that winter. Yeah. I so I you're would saying say between September. And maybe November the first 20. week of first or second week of November is when that movie is going to get released. So November twentieth, I'll give you November fifteenth. Whatever, like the so week Chris, of November fifteenth. We're betting against Chris, John. I, Don't bet against me. No, I'm I'm trying to say where I would say that would fall. end. I would say fall ends uh, in the the beginning of November. Technically, Winter Solstice movie, is December twenty second. This so. movie. Would have to come out December November t- the November 9th. That is the second week into November. There Chris, are, are you five, okay with that? There are five weeks in November. Yeah, I'm. I, I'm okay with that. We're never going to remember this. <laughs> okay. So, oh no, it's becoming a thing now. We have to. Yeah. Somebody we'll write it, it down. Put it in the show notes. Remember, technically, fall lasts until December 21st when the winter yeah, solstice starts. Not. But that's no. So we're saying. I'm saying okay. between September and the second week of November, November 9th. November 9th. Okay, so we have until... If if Venom does not release before November 9th, Chris wins the tilt bet. Yeah, I, I, I give you that. Yeah, okay. Then, so the next time I'm there or you guys are down here, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll, we'll fulfill this. But just I did a quick look uh, to see what was coming out in November... Uh, November 2nd, X-Men Dark Phoenix, The Nutcracker and the Four Realms. November 9th, Dr. Seuss's uh, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, and The Girl in the Spider's Web, which is like the next in the the Girl with the Dragon Tattoo yeah. things. Uh, November 15th, 
Conundrum, Secrets Among Friends. It's a thriller. Limited release. doesn't matter. Uh, November 16th, Fantastic Beasts and the Crimes oh, of Grindelwald. So excited They're for that. November, November. November 21st, Ralph Breaks the Internet, Wrecking Ralph 2, and Creed 2. Something's yeah. coming out in October that I just saw. What was what was that? I bet it was some movie. It was a movie. <laughs> and what trailer? What, what trailer? What other trailer do we need to talk about that was released? I, I, I asked really somebody to write it down. I asked somebody to um, all right, just staying on here, uh, on MovieInsider.com for October releases, they have Venom as October 5th. Okay. Uh, and then Maybe also that... Friday, October 12th, Goosebumps Overland. Ooh. It did surprisingly uh, well in the secondary market. Uh, October 19th, Halloween. And then also Mowgli, which is the uh, Jungle Book movie with Ben Dick Cumberbatch. Uh, no. That's the Andy uh, Circus? Andy Circus one. Hmm. Yeah. Okay, what other that's trailers good. do we have? What other ones did you write down, Chris? Do we have any more? Our other ones I wrote down was uh, oh. Avengers Infinity War. Ooh. We had the TV spot. I remember this being a lot longer, and then when I went to rewatch it, it's only 30 seconds long. Wow. Uh, but yeah, we got another look at Avengers Infinity War with a lot more all Steve Rogers. Footage. Yeah. Yeah. Captain America's got two shields. A lot, a lot more Steve Rogers, a lot less stars on his chest now. Mm-hmm. Well. But two shields on his wrists. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm I'm excited for this. This is. I'm going to have to like make a afternoon with my dad to go see this, and we're going to have to go out for dinner and drinks afterwards and talk about this because I will want to digest this movie. Hopefully, we can get a bunch of friends together to do that as well. Yeah. What? When is it coming out? Is it? Is this the May movie? Yeah, this is the one that my wife is flying Chris up yeah. to visit okay. us. So, yeah, my she, dad has to be there. She's buying tickets. All right, because... we've got a picture. Let us know. Yeah, because yeah, she sent that text like a week and a half ago saying like, uh, yeah, so. But we've never talked about it after that, so I, I don't know. I wasn't seems... part of that because this was supposed to be a surprise for me. <laughs> it was supposed to be for your birthday. Anywho. Yeah, maybe I'll see it on the day after. I don't know. My dad. <laughs> yeah, see it again with your dad. Yeah. You'll want to see it again. It does look good. This movie, I can't. I, I'm. I can't wait for it. I want to see what it is. You do get the up close shot of uh, the scars on Thanos's face, and you already mm-hmm. have the nerds going. Wolverine gave it to him, and you're like, "What? what? <laughs> Shut up, nerds! What? I'm gonna shove you. I'm gonna push you down into a puddle, kid. Tell me, I can't buy Jurassic Park." <laughs> <laughs> Shove. <laughs> Trying to get so physically violent. Ah, uh, but it hit you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it looks good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I can't wait. We knew this was going to be good when we saw the f- teaser trailer and then the full trailer and now this trailer. This is what we've been waiting for ever since John said that Thanos turned to the camera and said something. After the, at the said, Amer- I'm also going to be Cable <laughs> Deadpool too. <laughs> he said, "Coming out sometime." Get him, boys! Uh, from at the end of the very first Avengers movie. Am I the only one who remembers this? I don't remember this? saying that he said something. Yeah, he, he just because sometimes you just look and he like, does smile look. and yeah, being grins when like the aliens like mm-hmm. uh something about courting death yeah, and yeah. then he smiles. To challenge Earth is to court death. And then, yeah. yeah. And John's like, no, he says something. And I'm like, no, he doesn't. What does he say? 
And I think I'll tell you what, guys. Infinity War is gonna <laughs> fail because Black Widow now has blonde hair and it looks weird with her no eyebrows. Trump. She's a this, trumpet. Strumpet. I'm writing this movie off. It's done. Marvel. Marvel Universe is falling apart. They jumped the shark. It looks amazing. It looks I can't good. wait to see uh, it. Yeah, this is gonna be cool. Uh, and then I think the last trailer we have. I'm afraid to see Black Panther because I'm afraid to have that kind of a loaded boner missile <laughs> from Black for three whole months. Like they tell you to go see a doctor after four hours. Like what am I supposed to do for those three months between Black Panther and this movie? It's a lot of jacking off and sex with your wife. <laughs> He gave me the wave, like, ah, I'm laughing too hard about what I just said. Uh, the other, uh, well, he's laughing. Chris, I, I shouldn't go down this rabbit hole, but for some reason, when I imagine Paul jacking off, I just hear like the circus song in the back. I'm like, I don't, I don't know why my brain went there, but I'm getting. I'm sad for myself so that you thought about that. <laughs> I'm sad for me. Uh, Paul didn't watch it. Because he's not interested. But Chris, you and oh. I are both interested in season two of Jessica Jones. You watched the trailer. I watched the tra- I didn't I, know this existed until today. I watched uh, the trailer. I told you about the trailer. You watched the watched trailer. It. What are your thoughts about the trailer? Uh, trailer. <laughs> trailer. Looks good. Looks Jessica Jonesy. She's still drinking and breaking stuff. And then... Filled with self-doubt. Apparently we're going to be getting more of her origin in this. Uh, at the end, there's a tease of more of David Tennant's Purple Man. I feel like this is just going to be in her head. It's her self-doubt manifesting itself somehow. I don't know. Um, looks cool. Uh, I think the trailer was like two minutes long. It was really long. A lot of snippets. Yeah, it was, Feels like it was, it was giving deep. a lot away. But it... See, I don't feel that way because, yeah, it was two minutes long and it it was a deep trailer. But at the same time, we were going to be getting how many episodes that are an hour long each. Like, And that show, I don't want to say it jumped around because that makes it seem like it was directionless. But it it went places. Like, it kept going. And I was like, oh, my gosh, like things are happening. Uh, I, I am very I am looking forward to this. The trailer did get me on board. I already was on board. I enjoyed Jessica Jones season one. <laughs> this made me go, oh, okay, yeah. Oh, it's carrying carrying the same tone that Jessica Jones had with, with this character. Yeah, I'm good. I'm sold. I felt like it, I don't know if it gave too much away or I think it was just too long because it was a lot of just snap cuts giving you some of the characters <laughs> and some of this and that that was going to happen. And I was fine with that, but I actually didn't watch it all the way to the end. I was like, I, I get it. And I turned it off. I'm sold on the show anyways, so I didn't need yeah. to continue to watch it. I didn't want it to give any more away hmm. with the stuff that it was giving away. So you're Captain Marveling this now? Yes. Don't mention anything new about Captain Marvel. What, what are you talking about, Captain Marvel? Is that is that a thing? Yeah, because you don't want to know green anything. Green suit, green suit. You don't want to wait. What? You don't want to know anything about Captain Marvel. So we're not talking about Captain Marvel. But she has a green suit. We're we talk- not talking we- about that, Chris. You don't want to know. I don't remember. I thought we talked about this. I we think- did last week. Last was time. it last week, or did my wife bring it up when we were in Florida? Yeah. 
Uh, I think Caitlin brought it up when you were in Florida. No, no, it's after. Well, we the, 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 uh, the original Captain Marvel, his suit was like white and green. Yeah. So mm-hmm. That makes sense. Like the Cree, the Cree Captain Marvel. But yeah, that was it for the uh, the movie trailers for halftime. And you know what, guys? Tide commercial. <laughs> and we're back with our third quarter, which is going to be publishing. So this mm. is the actual comic books coming out, not the not the creators. And before we get into that, Paul and I have one last beer yeah, to one discuss. Last beer too. And this is again from Foreign Objects. This is Mind Body Light Sound. This is an eight percent IPA, and this is, this is killing me. Killer! This How is, good this is! This is this is a really good. This is a sweet, juicy. It's not like sugary sweet, but there's there's, there's that sweetness from the juice of the uh, passion fruit, mango, orange, citrus. Uh, it's so well balanced that you get all those fruit juiciness and also alcohol. It's. I am drinking a brunch mimosa. Uh, yeah, as a beer itself. Don't add any. Don't put any orange juice in this beer. It's just a mimosa on its own. Like, just enjoy it. Absolutely delicious. And I think I did these beers in the right order mm-hmm. because each beer is good. If I started with this, each one gets progressively more fruity. Exactly. If I had started with this, every beer we had after would be like, oh, it's not as good as that first one. Mm-hmm. You know, oh yeah, no. Individually, these ba- these beers stand stand up differently against each other. I would drop off that first one. Like it's still not bad, it's, but I think coming off of uh, uh, preemption, <laughs> it was it. That it, just in that nose itself is so off putting. But, but I would go by, back by to the get, end of it. You liked the beer. It was okay. It was. I turned a corner on it and like, okay, I can enjoy this now. It was an enjoyable. I wouldn't yeah. say it's bad. Right. I enjoyed it. I would it say it's, end, it's, a decent, it's a decent drinking beer. It's, good, it's a mm-hmm. good beer. It's maybe not as good as the other two that we had, but... Or I would, I would rather drink a permanent... I, I, would, I would agree. Okay. Uh, I think it's got a lot more pithiness to it mm-hmm. than you want in a hazy beer. Right. I want, any, uh, I want a more easy drinking beer. And, the, and this one, like I said, it's West Coast meets East Coast... And, and sandwich together. Sandwich together. It still works. It works, but it's not what you want in that style. It works except for the nose, and the nose is part of the experience. We've had plenty of beers, though, that have had awful noses and are but, amazing tasting that we still rate very high. Okay. Well. I, I, I'm, yeah, yeah, but I'm, that's why I'm, saddled, was, I'm saddled with four beers in front of me, and I'm like, and yes, yeah. I would agree. There's this three is, other great beers I can take. That is the bottom. Okay. Dust Rush is the bottom. Okay. But it's so not agree. it's not the worst. It's not horrible. It's no. not if we're power it's ranking. It's not pizza yes, beer. It's number four. It's not pizza beer. Yeah. I'm not it's, saying it's pizza it's beer. A good, it's a good beer. But I think in the order I did, I progressed them on the be- them oh, yeah. getting better. Mm-hmm. This this last one, uh Mind Body Sound, and it's absolutely oh, it's the best. Delicious. Mm-hmm. The other, but I think all three of these foreign objects from a beer from a brewery that's six six to eight months old are all fantastic. Very true. This is delicious juiciness. This is what you want. This is what when you hear people say juice bomb, this is what what you you imagine. I would say this is on the realm of your other your other half beers. 
foreign objects, uh, what we all want. That is your top tier single cut. Yep. And then Gold Rush is your medium single cut. Mm-hmm. Top five single cut, but it's not in the top echelon. What was Congress? What was Congress Street? Uh, the trillion. Offspring. I would say that's the trillion. I I would agree. The, Most people would disagree because they would put other half and trillium in the same umbrella. But yes, I would agree. Mm-hmm. All right, those are our beers, and now let's get into the third half of this Super Bowl. <laughs> third quarter. Yes, the third half. We're done with riding the pine. We're getting into it. Um, get off those this- benches and onto the bleachers. This one's all about the publishing. And guys, for me, this is a a quick pick because I just looked at my leagueofcomicgeeks.com profile because they track all the stuff for me with like my spending and everything. Uh, the books that I have on my pull list right now, DC Comics, 66.7%. Wow. Marvel Comics is 16.7%. Image Comics, 167 DC is a clear winner on this for me. Uh when I think about the books that I'm buying from DC right now, I'm buying both Green Lantern books. I'm buying Detective Comics. Uh, I think that's it for just like my regular monthly stuff besides Doomsday Clock. Uh, <laughs> but like the other just like random one-offs that I I pick up for, uh, you know, the the monthly look back. But yeah, like two thirds of my books are all just DC. Um, yeah, I would say DC has me. I've been buying, uh, Rebirth Batman. I, as I said, I picked up, uh, Blue Beetle to start reading that. Captain America and Doctor Strange are what I, and Moon Knight are what I'm buying from Marvel. But I'm not, like, kicking down doors to read those aside from Captain America. But Flash Rebirth, it's got me. Uh, I would lean on the side of DC. I think I'm picking up a lot more actually independent books versus those. But the book that I, as soon as I buy it, I have to read it is Mr. Miracle. And mm. to me, that that gives it to DC. So uh, Just going through my my pull list every week I'm buying a green lantern book. And then every other week I'm buying either detective comics or nightwing. Plus on top of that, the other stuff that I just pick up to pick up, you know, like, and that's where I'm seeing my Marvel stuff, like runaways, uh, wicked and divine clicking to my next week. It's detective comics and hell Jordan and the green Lantern Corps. Like that's, that's my go-to stuff. Uh, well, I might have other things on my wish list that I want to go back and pick up eventually. Like, uh, Marvel's Spider-Man with Miles Morales or um, like older Runaways books that I haven't picked up yet. Week to week, here I am looking like middle of April, the two books I have on my pull list right now, Green Lanterns 45, Nightwing 43. Like That's that's what I'm buying. I just picked up Flash Annual for four ninety nine, and I picked up Swamp Thing Annual for seven ninety nine. Oof, if you're you, drawing that line at two ninety nine, <laughs> if you were to say, "Oh, uh, I, I bitch uncontrollably about 
Oh man, the num that number one of uh, Moon Knight was four ninety nine. The rest of the issues are all going to be three ninety nine. But Marvel sucking suckering me in. Mm-hmm. It actually makes me not want to pick up that issue. It makes me go, all right, I'll check, I'll check this out begrudgingly. Mm-hmm. Where seven ninety nine for that annual, I was fine with it. I got ninety two pages with that book. Jeez, wow, That's a little over eight cents per page. We did the we, math. We did the math. Uh, Something we did before we started recording, or Chris even called us. I there's nothing that that came out this year that I was like drawn in week after week. And in fact, DC with their uh, Doomsday Clock and also with their Metal series turned me off for more books. Then you know made me excited to keep to pick up even more. But even even with that stuff, I'm. St- no matter what it puts me off at, mm-hmm. I'm still buying more DC. Right. What was the last Marvel event book you bought? Siege? Six years ago? Yeah. We are not. Yeah, we're not the we event people. We are not event people. We, we are not. We try. but we, Well, I try. We're to forcing be... Chris to keep on <laughs> with this because he oh, said, geez, oh, I want to do this. don't. And we will Just make him. I will make him do I, it. Number number three is my breaking point. I will. <laughs> like uh, I mean, like it, the two villains it, are interesting, but they're just the side character. You know the mime, the mime character and the yeah. um, they're interesting in that world. But guess what? That world isn't DC. That world is the the uh, the Watchmen the world. Watchmen world. Yeah. It. it they yeah. don't need. Not everything needs to connect and tie in. Not not everything needs to be an extended universe. I think Just, that's half the point of this book too is to show that that these these things were not meant to, to be in this world, and that's why we had you know we quote unquote had that new fifty two where it wasn't the DC you wanted. This is showing that these are things that are alien to the DC mm-hmm. that we fell in love with and these things need to be purged these things need to get out of there there should be a different universe for each each of it and i think that is half the point of this book mm-hmm. because it is the antimatter of the matter that is dc yeah so uh, i so what did you guys say did you guys come out on chris and i both voted dc and then i will yeah. abstain because I, I i really don't i can't award any points to either side i really can't but you get yeah, I mean, you can still make your thoughts known. I it's think the just, only book that I don't Paul doesn't discredit is, you at the all. The only books that I pick up are freaking Archie. He's, like he's buying Archie and he's buying uh, the best of two. What's the couple yeah, called? Marvel, Marvel two and one. But that just started coming out. Like, well, you also end. were jumping on board the uh, Winter Soldier Hawkeye book. I, two I, issues in. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I see. I can't award any points, so this quarter goes to DC because even if I gave it to Marvel, it wouldn't matter. Yep. All right, DC. All right. You ready to get into licensing? Yeah. Waiting for you. Yeah, I was gonna say we can go right from where I was like, you want to get into licensing? Because this is gonna bring us to the end of the 2018 Super Bowl with our final quarter, uh, the licensing. And I have to say, this is the one where I really don't have too much to say unfortunately um, i don't buy that much extra stuff anymore mm-hmm. i don't play the, any of the games chris, i don't even think uh, games are coming out chris what ha- what what happened over at 
Disneyland this year. Oh, are, are you talking with Escape, Star, yeah. Star Wars? No, no. Galaxy, Galaxy no, no. The Escape from the Collector. <coughs> oh, the the Tower of Terror. Yeah, rebranding uh, with uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout. What that that happened this year? That that happened. Uh, it's now the highest rated ride over at <laughs> Disneyland. If that's what you're asking, is that, is, was that your point? I. I I, I'm not. A, like, I'm not a Disney fan, so I wouldn't know about such things, Chris. <laughs> What's happened? That's a whole. That's a whole coast away. I. That's <laughs> off my radar. But yeah, uh, recently they just rebranded the Tower of Terror ride that they had at Disneyland to a Guardians of the Galaxy themed attraction. It's the first real showing of the Marvel Universe at a Disney park besides character meet and greets mm-hmm. uh, with a full fledged attraction which will be leading into a Marvel-themed land in the park. Um, but yeah, people are absolutely loving it. They did a special Halloween overlay for it, too, which made people love it even more. Cool thing about that, too, didn't get a chance to see it, so I just know this from being a Disney nerd, is if you went during the day, it was just the regular Guardians of the Galaxy mission breakout ride. But then as soon as the sun started to go down, it just swapped over to... Guardians of the Galaxy, Monsters After Dark. Taserface was was there. Taserface! (laughs) Uh, So basically, like, if you went before the evening, you could go on this ride, like, twice an hour and get, like, two completely different experiences. Literally. Not just like, oh, like, one time it might go left instead of going right. No, it was two different rides. Uh, But people love it. I I hope to get there someday. Yes. That happened. But also... We have Gillette Fusion Razors <laughs> with your favorite Cyborg, Aquaman, Wonder Woman, Batman, and Superman handles. You can oh. buy them individually or get them all together in a set. Okay, coming we're from ma- Gillette. We're making fun of this, but when Hostess had their like Justice League cupcakes, oh, I, I bought I, those glow. Oh, balls. you me, you and me both. Like I bought those Batman cupcakes. I bought those pies. Yeah, like those were good. That was a good tie-in. It is a good tie-in. Yeah, that, Gillette that razor fun. blade handle set. Not a good tie-in. I don't even believe I Superman versus Batman serial tie-in. Justice League no serial tie-in. Hmm. I think the serial tie-ins are done. I think it. I think uh, Superman well, versus Batman killed it. I I I don't know. Like I, the only time I really take note of cereal is Halloween. when it starts to get into yeah. Halloween time. Yeah, exactly. And then I'm like, all right, I can get my Frankenberry, I get my blueberry, and then I get my Count Chocula. Yeah. If I, if I'm lucky, like I was three years ago, I can go to Target and get my fruit, fruit, and yummy mummy. But that's only happened like once in my entire life. So. I walked through. I stopped cereal. doing that after Booberry went stale on me for the third year in a row. <laughs> oh no, it's still good after those. I can't do it anymore. I walk through a cereal aisle maybe once a week, and but even then, like I feel like you should walk through more. Like <laughs> the normal person who goes grocery shopping will probably go through a cereal aisle once a week when they go shopping. I'm no. not allowed to go grocery shopping. It's because you talk to everybody walking by you. I do, and also I shop like I'm a 12-year-old that just got $100 from my great-grandmother. <laughs> yep. I'm like, Kate's like, why did you buy all this junk food? I'm like, no, this is food. This is good. Last time last time I bought cereal was before the hurricane, just so I had something to eat, because I was like, I don't 
I don't need milk to eat cereal. Yeah. Like I can just mm-hmm. put water in. I can eat it dry. Whatever. Like I still have that box in my cupboard. That was like five months ago. I just recently got rid of a Star Wars with Yoda on it that my mother-in-law bought for me. That was the last time. So uh, three years ago, maybe. I ate cereal this morning. I don't eat cereal. Family pack I don't stuff. Eat breakfast. Yeah, I'm not. The Wegmans family pack where it comes with three different bags of cereal in the one box. Yeah, I had some uh, knockoff cinnamon toast crunch for breakfast. Mm. I'm not a with some coffee. I don't want to say I'm not a breakfast person because I do enjoy eating breakfast. Um, if I have to open the store at work, I'll usually stop at Wawa and get myself a coffee and a breakfast sandwich. Um, but they're they're really good breakfast sandwiches, but it's not something that I need to have every day. Like mm-hmm. tomorrow I'm off when I wake up in the morning, I'm going to make myself a cup of coffee and then go about my day. Like I don't have to have something in the morning, but I have a bo- like a box of cereal in there, which is still sealed. I don't know if it's going to be fresh anymore. I don't know how that works because I don't, I don't eat cereal. If it's still sealed, you're fine. Honey nut Cheerios. Oh, that's a good one. So who, <laughs> all right. Licensing. Licensing. Uh, I guess Marvel with the parks, right? The parks, yeah. I mean, that that's big, and we can't really give it to like the Star Wars stuff yet, which would ultimately qualify as a Marvel win once those do open, because that's awesome, and those will be dope. But I'm trying to think of like any other nerd stuff that I've yeah. bought recently, just because I'm like, oh, this is cool, and nothing. I mean, like, toy- you, last year for Christmas, he gave me that awesome Stargirl class. But that's, but everybody prints those. Yeah. Yeah. So, I got Daredevil. I, I still really like that one. No, the, the Bomber Girl, Star Girl. Yeah, he gave yeah. you that. I oh, you got a Daredevil. Yeah, I, he gave me a. You gave me a Daredevil one. Anytime uh, that glass is clean, that's the glass I choose. It's the Star Girl. Nothing wrong with I that. Know. I I don't blame you. It's funny. DC Marvel. Yeah. Uh, I would say it's Marvel. I think I think what this is Marvel, and I think just. By when you said that park, and then Chris was like, "Oh yeah, it's like the number one, <laughs> the yeah, number one ride in Disney right now." Because toys are toys. What does DC have? They got uh, parks opening in Dubai. Like they don't, they don't have anything that can compare to something that going and and mm. a a ride that is gonna. Uh, yeah, cause even the rides that they have, it's like the Six Flags stuff, where it's like, "Here's the Joker roller coaster. See, we painted it green and purple." It's the Joker. Creators, DC. Movies and TV, Marvel. Publishing, DC. Licensing, Marvel. Your tiebreaker is it, Chris. It was. And it goes to Marvel. But this is the best showing DC has had ever in the Super Bowl. No, no. The first couple years we did the Super Bowl during the New 52. But I think Marvel always won. Really? It always ended up Marvel winning. DC would have a good showing, but in the end, I think this is the first. You're the producer now, John. You get to do the research. We're not listening to back issues. (laughs) Come on. They exist. They're there. Listeners, go ahead. Check those out. You let us know. So Marvel wins? Marvel wins because of the tiebreaker. Yep. And it was definitely a tie. I think in the past, DC would win like one. And I think yeah. it was winning. It was winning. I it think was like, like T- creators, I think. Yeah, it, it, it was, was creators. And because TV was a we big also thing, were, but movies, movie, uh, movies, Marvel always had it because of the movies. 
were we not doing the podcast during Dark Knight and Dark Knight Rises or Dark Knight? No, we, we did those, but at I the same Dark time, at the same, I think Dark Knight is what to. I don't. 2008. Yeah. Well, eventually we'll do the DC look backs. And write and review us wherever you listen to us. It helps other people find the show. If you want that to happen, we would like that to happen. If you're over at a friend's house, just log on to their computer and start downloading each and every episode. Dead that it really helps us out. If you find if you so- find somebody's phone, oh yeah, do that because that's where people are listening. <laughs> Computers, come on, Paul, yeah. get into the 21st century. If a if you're somewhere like let's say a Disney park, and a family asks you to take their photo in front of something. Just, just download, download all of our episodes. That's the best thing to do. And then hand them back the phone and be like, here, you're welcome. And then they're like, wait, wait, you didn't take our picture. Be like, yeah, you're welcome. And keep walking. And you can get over to bagdenboard.com. Chris has got those episodes. I don't yeah, That was just high-pitched rambling. Check out those show notes. Check out those show notes. Uh, everything, uh, beers, comic books, everything we talk about is going to be found over there. That dramatic reading panel that you want to see because we, you know, we brought it to life. That's there. Yeah. Worst big barda ever. <laughs> Thank you, Chris. Hey, hey. She doesn't fuck around. I do like the poster of him doing the flash dance. <laughs> the flash dance. That's clever. Mm-hmm. In fact, they should always... Uh, you know, that's the whole thing with Deadpool is, like, you get to break the fourth wall and make fun of things. Like, I think yeah. they should do... Should you save this for the podcast? Yeah. yeah, okay. John just looked at me very accusingly. He he scolded should me. Should you save this for the podcast? I just produced John. the fuck out of him. John, that look on your, on your kid, God willing, use that look. They will <laughs> clean their fucking room. <laughs> All right. Serious. I wanted to clean a room. I didn't have a room to clean. I'm like, my room's clean, you motherfucker. What are you trying to do? Right. Yeah. This beer's good. Okay. Let's keep going. 118.39.